0: Audio Log 7 on June the 9th for the Observatory Sector for the Station of Paranormal Activity in Nature, a.k.a. Spain, near Wayville, Oregon. Susie Hatcher recording. Wow. A week, huh? Feels like an eternity somehow. Jenny probably won't come up as much, I would guess. After a week, the station kind of expects that you've got it figured out and can handle most things yourself. That's entirely ridiculous if you ask me, considering the age of most of their employees, but maybe, just maybe, it'll be totally fine. I kind of got too deep into the nostalgia in the past few tapes, I think. I suppose I should make the tape something I'll want to listen back on, you know? Something that is not full of self-pity and missing people. But in, in my defense, I know you new know, people who are so easy to miss. I mean, come on, I'd like to think I've painted them in pretty bright hues for you to view. God, did I get possessed by Kate there or something? I'm not a painter, hon. You know that. I tried to be poetic and artsy and cool. Life's better when it's metaphorical, Kate used to say. I think metaphors are really just to cover up everything we dare not to speak about, that we dare not to unveil. Every time I tried to write... I always gravitated towards metaphors. Not to say that I was a good writer or anything, though. My writing was mediocre at best. Just like me! (laughs) Sorry. A little too much. I want to try to stop being so upsetting, I guess. I've decided this is somewhat of a personal diary now, but hey. I should document the things I enjoy. Like the birds. They've finally come back to the feeder and around the observatory. I got around to browsing the bookshelf in here. Yeah, we have books. Cool, huh? Anyways, I found this big book of birds in the Pacific Northwest. I spent all day trying to identify as many as I could that didn't look familiar to me. Uh, you don't suppose I discovered a whole new variety of bird, do you? There was one that I couldn't find in the book, but I would guess it was some sort of a variation of a robin, possibly. It had some funny-looking legs. It looked really rather ridiculous when it was scuttling around outside. (laughs) It was, uh, chasing a few other birds around, so it seems more... Aggressive than the standard Robin. I decided not to go outside, though. I am not risking getting my ankles bitten. Kind of need them, you know? <laughs> but enough about that, Robin. I finally got the air conditioning fixed. Just in time, too. It is hot out. I am sweating as we speak. Damn, I don't think it's been as hot since, uh, I haven't checked the book on weather patterns yet. I'll update you when I finally get around to that. It's not as cool as the birds or the cryptid volumes the station provides me, you know? Oh man, silly little creatures really do make the world go round. Worms, snails, ladybugs, caterpillars, moths, butterflies, cicadas... Strange shiny beetles that crawl in through the windows onto my face in my sleep no matter how often I close the damn windows. Ah, nature. Gotta love it. I was a nature kid, in addition to being a certified dinosaur kid. Ah, what can I say? The bugs and I were pretty close. I had a whole area in my backyard dedicated to the bugs. They had apartment buildings and townhouses, oh, and there were coffee shops, and, oh man, it was a whole city, if you will. It was the world I dreamed to see when I was older, or at always thought I would dream to see. Eventually, I drifted away from my hopes and dreams of cityscapes and wandering alongside Broadway and, uh, yeah, journalism uh, specifically criminal journalism. I had a bit of an, uh, investigator spy thing going on at some point. Pretty sure it was in middle school. Ethan's mom worked at the local newspaper, so sometimes she would take me with her on Take Your Kid to Work Day, because Ethan didn't think it was cool. <laughs> but we did look similar enough that we had people convinced I was actually her daughter. You know, it was a fun bit, and it was honestly sort of comforting, you know? Like, whoa, an authority figure who isn't embarrassed to be seen with me in public. It's everything I ever wanted. Sorry. I miss her, though. Her name was Sadie. I say was, because she eventually went missing, and foul play was suspected that's partially why I want to do what I want to do. Even if her case never gets solved, maybe I can solve a different one for someone else, you know? Give them the closure I never got. Wow. I did not listen to my own advice about making these tapes less depressing, huh? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Station duties. I, uh, around to checking the footage from the cameras I brought in the other day you're not gonna believe it but I think they got corrupted the first 30 minutes or so are normal but then there's some noise and it cuts to static and beeping like Morse code or something I have tried to decipher it but I don't know Morse code but maybe I should give it another go. Jenny would think it's cool. She mentioned... That's it. Jenny knows how to decipher it. Jenny knows Morse code. I need to get her back to the station. She she would figure it out for me. She would know. She would know. God, I hope I'm not making this up. Right. Yeah. So, um... I'm out a camera at the moment, but... If I can get it up and running again, I could probably get more footage and hopefully not corrupt it. Maybe. Maybe. But in the meantime, I suppose I should go to bed and just, you know, chill or something. Alright, well, I'll see you around. Suzy Hatcher signing off. The Observatory is a weekly horror fiction podcast written and produced by the Observatory and Friends. All distribution done through Anchor. Susie voiced by yours. True- oh, I just hit my microphone. Oh, goodness me. Well, I do have some advice for the station for you. You should listen to the birds.